Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! In the beginning, there were 12. Now, there are three. Hi, everybody. This is Q. And I'm M. And welcome to our coverage of the Great British Babies. This is a show about <laughs> British babies. <laughs> and also, uh, there's also baking involved. Okay. I think I figured out the theme of the season. Like, it took me all the way until the end of this episode. Then I was like, I know the theme of the season. Uh, okay, what is it? Babies. Babies. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because Peter is the baby-faced assassin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, Dave was expecting a baby the whole season. Yeah. And then, well, I won't spoil the ending, but, oh boy, there are some babies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Earlier, I thought the season would be known for, like, the marksmith. No, it's the babies. Mm. Definitely the babies. Mm. There's, we'll see, we'll see. It was a very cute season, very adorable, and uh, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. I was pretty. This episode almost made me cry at one point. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because one of them did so poorly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you were not crying over that. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, but, I can't believe we're at the last episode. It's kind of sad to uh, finish the show, but I mean. It was a great season, I think. It was. They're all good seasons. Yeah, that's true. I think this this last episode elevated the season for me, you know? Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. I think it did. But uh, let's get into it, yeah? All right. It's just the season was over for me three episodes ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Lottie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to see Lottie at the end of this, uh, this episode. True, true. We got to see Lottie, and everybody got to see Lottie, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So in the intro, there's no Nolan Matt intro. They just get straight to business. Um, they get straight to the bakers, and Dave says, "I never thought I was making it into the final. I thought I was going week three. So Dave thought he was going week three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think he thought he was going week three? Because he didn't think he was going to improve as greatly as he did throughout the season. Or you listen to our preview episode where I said, I think Dave is going week three. I think that's why everybody only packed clothes for three, <laughs> three weeks worth of show. So in our preview episode that we did before the season, we were predicting like who would, you know, who would do well. And I think I said half the bakers would go home week two or three. Yeah. And for Dave, I said week three. <laughs> right. right. Okay. Did you notice, was it just me that saw this, but were Dave and Peter wearing matching red shorts? <laughs> yeah, I think they were. <laughs> Man, apparently that's the secret to being a great baker is those red shorts. Something is a brewing here. And, yeah. and I, I actually felt, we could talk about it more later, but I actually felt a little bad for Laura because I felt like she was odd man out. She was definitely odd man out. Okay. Yeah. Those guys have like a... Kind of like a bro-y kind of baking relationship. Yeah, yeah. They also have that baby connection where Peter is a baby and Dave's having a baby. So That's true. That's true. Babies. Okay. <laughs> the Great British Baby Show. Okay. Um, so what, the, we get some narration. They say from week one, Dave has been listening and learning and has become one of the most improved bakers in the competition's history. And I think that is 100% his arc this season, is that he is the most improved guy. Mm. Like, his showstopper, which we'll talk about later, was like the season finale to his arc, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get some stuff from Peter. Peter says, I always wanted to get here. I think I've always wanted to get here since I was 12 or 13 or something. Mm -hmm. And then the narration goes, from the off, Peter impressed consistently marrying ambitious bakes with flawless favors. And they also say he's the baking show's youngest ever finalist. 
Mm. And he also secured his second star Baker last week. Mm. He had a transformation because remember when we first met Peter, he was yeah. all about his brother. <laughs> yeah, Andrew. Right? And we get to see Andrew again this episode. Right, right. Yeah. And he was he was baking gluten free a lot. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. At one point he was like, I'm tired of this. I'm gonna bake for everyone else now. Right, right. Yeah. The judges. <laughs> the judges, yeah. Pretty smart move there, Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh Peter says youngest finalist is awesome. Let's take it a step further, eh? We'll give it a shot. And at this point I was like, You go, Peter. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> right, right. I was pretty excited. He seems pretty amped up for this. And I was like, all right, Peter has arrived. This is it. <laughs> uh, we get some from Laura. Laura says, I definitely feel like I'm going to the final as an underdog. And uh, they say that Laura's baking show began with chaos. But more than any other, other baker, she's a proud survivor and a star. And they show her getting star baker. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Laura is the underdog here. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, she is a survivor. She's gonna make it. She's gonna work harder. She's a survivor. Yes. Is that how that goes? Uh, I'm going through my head here. Yeah, something like that. Okay, all right. <laughs> Let's get into the signature bit. Let's. For the signature challenge, the finalists were tasked with making eight beautifully decorated custard slices. Um, Noel says he loves custard. He was very upset when General Custard died at the Battle of Little Creamhorn. <laughs> and then everyone's just kind of quiet. And I think Matt's like, I think you should leave. And he just saunters away. Which is pretty funny. There, there was some funny dramatic uh, like comedic pauses this episode. This is just one of them. Yeah. I uh, like the makers get two and a half hours. Yep. Uh, so Paul says, when we cut into the custard slices, we want a crispy, flaky pastry, followed by a silky smooth set custard. And he says the use of fridges today will be crucial. Prue says, it sounds very homely, doesn't it? But a custard slice is quite a difficult thing to get right. We want a laminated pastry, which means it has to have layers. And it's all about the butter. More butter, more better, babies. Okay, she didn't say the last part. But... <laughs> okay. <laughs> all the finalists are making rough puff because they only get two and a half hours while they make normal puff. <laughs> mm-hmm. They got no time for that. All right, let's get into Dave, our first baker, our first finalist. Dave is making caramel latte custard slices. Um, so there's a set coffee custard bottom. A caramel glaze on top and then caramelized hazelnut <laughs> spikes on top. To which Paul replies, caramel again? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess Paul was like, is that too much caramel? I don't know. Um, at one point, Noah was like, I can kind of see you as the winner. A small crown with a big velvet cape on, shouting out lesser bakers. Which <laughs> 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 is pretty funny. Did you notice that... Um, the whole episode, I counted how many times people mentioned that Dave would be the winner. And it's mentioned at least like four or five times. Oh. Yeah, Noel mentions it twice. Um, Noel actually tells Peter that's going to be Dave once. That was <laughs> one funny. of my funniest moments, yeah. Yeah, mine too. That was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> and then at the end, uh, Laura's like, I think Dave is going to take it, which is uh, interesting to me. But yeah, I noticed that it was mentioned a couple times that Dave would take this. Uh, while he's baking, Dave hopes that the coffee won't be too overpowering. And then, uh, since this is the finale or the final episode, we also get like usually what would be uh, messages from the baker's family and friends. Mm-hmm. This time, since they are in the bubble, the bake off bubble, mm-hmm. they get video messages and they could be kind of seen like uh, looking at those. Mm-hmm. So, Dave gets a video message from his wife, Stacy. Um, she congratulates him on making his final. Yeah, his wife, Stacy. Okay. She sounds, she seems very lovely. <laughs> uh, she says, we all miss you so much. All three of us, which includes Stacy, their Sheba, which looks very cool. And uh, they're soon to be baby. <clears throat> and uh, the narrator, I think it's Matt, says, none of the Baker's family and friends have been able to join them this year at the final. 
but they've all sent messages from home. So it's kind of sad that there's no picnic this time and we don't get to see like family and friends and past speakers. Right. But I was thinking to myself that I wish Lottie had been here and received a call from some mimes and there was like no talking going on. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, only. We we, got to say that for the fanfic that we're going to write. Right. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, Dave says, our boy is being born into my life at this turning point. I want to win this for our new family. I was like, wow. (laughs) That's some dramatic stakes right there. Um, Yeah, I mean, Dave seems pretty solid throughout this whole signature. Uh, At one point, he pipes like the chocolate lines, and they're kind of wobbly. And then before he brings that to the judges, he tells them, I intended the wobbly lines. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, do you think he intended the the wobbly lines, or he's just saying that he intended them? Oh, no, he just said that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the pace my play. He, he said it in a joking manner, though, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. Paul says his pastry, his pastry is beautiful and flaky. And Prue says it is delicious. And uh, Paul says it has gorgeous coffee flavor going through. However, the custard is just a little stodgy. And Prue says, well, it's not stodgy, stodgy. Hey, Paul. Because, you know, kind of funny. <laughs> right. Uh, she says she loves the coffee flavor to it. Uh, it's, it's, some, it's a really type, really strong type of espresso. And she likes it, which I would also like too. Because I'm trying to get lift off espresso. Give me okay. that espresso. Yum, yum, yum. Coffee, coffee. And they finally say cheers. Well done. So good, uh, good signature for Dave. But one minor little thing that Paul didn't like. Yeah, he, he was pretty solid. Yeah. Well, up next, we have Laura, our digital manager. <laughs> and Laura will be making a yuzu custard slice. Yuzu know it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have yuzu, yuzu custard. Yuzu got served. Okay. <laughs> no more. No more reference. Okay. Uh, just checking. A lemon and coconut juice. <laughs> uh, some intricately piped Chantilly cream on top. And interesting, it's advertised as having the pastry on the sides, right? Uh-huh. Not yep. on the top of the bottom. <laughs> That's what it's advertised as. Right. Okay. So, as you mentioned before, they get some supportive calls from their friends and family. I believe it's her husband, but I really just noted that Laura's father was on there, and his name is Mark. Yeah, this is our uh, third or fourth Mark this season, right? Mark with a Q. I don't know. I just made that up. Anyway, <laughs> after I heard that his name was Mark, I just kind of zoned out. So I'm yeah. sure I'm sure he just said something like, I'm proud of you. Do good. Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. got this. You know, stuff like but, that. But right? your head was like in a different zone. Yeah, I was like, this is our fourth Mark. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Right. That still, that still stands, fourth Mark. Uh, right. Right. Okay. So during her bake, we find that her custard is not set, and Uh-oh. she has a little cry in the freezer. Yeah. So she opens up the freezer and sticks her head in it. Yeah. I was like, so, are her tears like frozen? That's what. Is she gonna I was add wondering. it? Is she gonna add her frozen tears to the bake? Her custard. She's gonna make the judges set. eat her tears. <laughs> yeah, but but her <laughs> tears were. <laughs> so Noel played an integral part during this first round. And he gave some <laughs> wise words of advice about Bjorn Borg, the tennis player, <laughs> <laughs> saying how he always forgets, right? So he's looking yeah. forward at all times. Don't worry about what happened in the past, right? So he's imparting this information onto Lord, which actually is very nice. Yeah, no, I think it worked. Noted very well. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good job, Noel. Right. Okay, so during judging... Laura is embarrassed to serve this to the judges. It's a mess, right? Mm-hmm. It it was not as advertised. The pastries were not on the sides. It, it was a, it was a hot mess, right? Yep. So Prue said it's so sad. Uh, how much gelatin did she put in? And she put in ten leaves. So Prue's saying like it should have set like concrete. But Paul mm-hmm. points out that it could be the flavors that she put in. It could have broken it down. And yeah, I think put, the, the acidity from the citrus from the yuzu. Yuzu know it. Yeah. So don't they get to test run these though, right? Yes, they do. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so Paul reiterates again that, you know, 
you can put too much flavor in it, then the custard just can't set. Uh, she also lost a lot of butter in her pastry, a lot of color as well. And it's very hard. It was, it was like a cracker rather than mm-hmm. a rough puff. But he did say that the yuzu was very sharp. It's very strong. He loves the flavors, which is something that Laura has been good at all season. But the puff pastry is not good. So Prue tells her yeah, that's that, unfortunate. Yeah. Prue says that she has, she's had a bad morning, but it tastes delicious and she could have a great afternoon. To which Noel comes up to Laura again and says, forget about it. And then at the <laughs> end, we, we see Laura actually tell us that she's had a bad morning, like Prue said, but she thought that that was actually a very kind comment. So not off to a great start at all for Laura here. At this point, did you think Laura was out of it? Like she was out of the competition? I thought that four weeks ago. But I've been proven <laughs> wrong every time. So, so I was not going to write her off yet. I wrote her off at this point already. See? <laughs> if you're just looking at this particular episode, which is how they judge, apparently, yeah. then yeah, I, I thought she was done. It was it's, that it's, bad. Yeah. We haven't gotten it's to like, Peter yet, yeah. but it was that bad. I don't, I've never seen, I've seen all the, the seasons of Bake Off, and I know the judges, when it comes to like a Bake Off winner, right? they, they don't want to give it to somebody who like completely must have like one challenge. They're okay with like giving it to somebody who like did okay on one challenge, right? but um, I don't think they would want to give it to like, they wouldn't want to make someone a champion who like did that badly on their signature. <laughs> Unfortunately, you mean somebody who did badly on two challenges? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or okay. even one challenge like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. Yeah, find looking out for more perfection. So I was like, oh, I think Laura's out of it. It's like the only reason, the only way that like that she could have like won it after this is if like Peter and Dave just messed up like really, really bad. <laughs> I mean, that's still possible. Yeah, no, that's still possible. Because remember, more weight is given to the showstopper, right? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, but wait till the technical. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Peter. All right, next we have Peter. Yeah, boy, Peter, my boy. Uh, Peter is making a Carnation custard slice, which contains set whiskey custard. Is all about that whiskey. Is he mm. even old enough to drink? No, right? Okay. I don't <laughs> no. think so. Because over there he is, not over here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he could, yeah, he also makes a raspberry custard in addition to his whiskey custard. So he's the only one making two custards because he's Peter. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, going for that extra credit. It also has a caramelized oat topping, which looks pretty delicious and a crunchy. <laughs> um, and he says it's a reinvention of the Scottish dessert at Carnacken, which uh, sounds delicious. We get to see video, uh, Peter's video message from his family, which includes his parents and his brother Andrew. Wait, is that right, brother Andrew? Yeah, like the guy who won American Baking Show. Oh, was his name brother Andrew? Yeah, he was like. Uh, I knew he was he... a brother, but <laughs> I, I can't remember <laughs> his name actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, never mind. Side note, sidetrack, sidetrack there. Okay. I think you're right, though. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. His brother looks a lot like him. He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, <laughs> Peter can eat, uh, Peter can eat like wheat, right? And gluten stuff. I think so. Th- there was a moment where they showed a picture of the family, and I was like, wow, Peter looks just like his brother. And then I realized yeah. that I was actually looking at Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, that's Peter. <laughs> Uh, we get some cute pictures of Peter growing up as a baby. And I was like, oh, he's still growing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That, that was just three months ago. <laughs> yeah. Peter says it's amazing to see how far, or they say, they tell Peter it's amazing to see how far you've come from those writing afternoons when you were four years old making cupcakes with your brother, which is uh, pretty heartwarming. Mm-hmm. He was making cupcakes for his brother at four years old. Mm-hmm. And he would be doing the same thing on national TV 16 years later. <laughs> uh, Peter says, this is much more than a competition. This has shaped me. This is the longest time I've ever been away from home because I'm a baby. Baby, baby, baby. <laughs> and okay. he says that you need people who have traveled the world, done amazing things. 
or I feel like I've experienced less, but this is special. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Peter's going to be a celebrity when he goes back to uni, which is cool over there. Mm -hmm. And uh, Matt jokes to him about people. <laughs> people are going to be filming him with their phones all day. So he's been right. used to it. <laughs> right. But I think it's true. I mean, you can't just like be in bed confident and like, you know, go back to your normal college life. Right. I mean, you could do it if you are the first person that got yeah, eliminated. Lorea could do it, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so at one point, Peter is sifting honeycomb. And then uh, I, I never sifted honeycomb before, but apparently it's very dramatic. Mm. And uh, it looks kind of crazy. And no, no, it like, it's kind of like a horror movie. <laughs> Or a 60s Star Trek creature. Yeah. yeah. And then Noel says, I could communicate with it. It's telling me who the winner is. And Peter is like, who is it? And Noel says, it's Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest moment for me, I think, the whole show. That, that, was, that was a contender for yeah. one of the funniest moments. Did yeah. I steal your funniest moment this early on? Yeah. So why don't you just take, take the rest of the show? Okay. Um, yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm pretty much done. <laughs> <laughs> All my so thunder is gone. Three episodes ago. <laughs> All my thunder is gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, Peter's pretty good about making his custards. So they look pretty set. Because they're judging, Paul says, I like the look of them. They look professional. Prue says, they look like lovely, flaky pastry. You can see all the layers. It looks very good. Um, after they bite into it, Paul says the custard is good. Beautiful flavor with the whiskey and raspberry. And Bruce says the oats are very good on top. They are crunchy and slightly caramelized, which is amazing. A really lovely custard slice. Um, Paul says that the, the actual custard, the raspberry custard is a little thick, but the raspberry saves it because it carries out the liquid. And he says, you've thought it through and ticked every box. So good job, mm -hmm. Peter. Mm -hmm. So right now we're thinking Peter, Dave, Laura. Yeah, I think definitely Peter, Dave, Laura. Right. Because, I mean, actually it's really close between Peter and Dave. Mm -hmm. Like they both had really good bakes. like one thing wrong about it. Yeah. And then, and then Laura's, Laura's pretty like, far behind. So Peter and Dave was they had great bakes, but one thing wrong with it. And Laura was, she had a terrible bake, but they picked out a good thing to say about it. Right. So right now they're like, <laughs> right now they're like one, two, and five. Yeah. I feel bad for Laura though. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty rough. Rough yeah. start. That's pretty rough. Rough puff. Rough puff start. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But let's uh, find out. we get into the technical. Let's. So the technical is up next, and this time it's set by Prue. Prue tells the bakers, keep your cool and keep everything else cool. Use your fridges. <laughs> Be cool. That's right. So the bakers are tasked to make eight little walnut whirls. They must feature a walnut sable biscuit base, coffee ganache filling surrounded by marshmallow and beautifully coated in tempered chocolate. And they have mm. two hours to do this. So straight away, we get some yep. excerpts from our bakers. Peter says he is excited about it, and he likes a walnut whirl. Dave says they are delicious, <laughs> although they normally do not have coffee-infused ganache in them, right? And then Laura says she no, hates okay. coffee, hates the smell of it, and hates everything about it. Do you know anybody who hates the smell of coffee? I do not, but that's also not a question I go around asking people normally. But I might not. Because okay, I do go around asking people okay. that. And so, I've never gotten uh, I do hate it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, right when you heard these three comments, were you thinking, like, Laura is going to have, <laughs> like, if she wasn't already having a bad day, like, this is yeah. just not going to get any better? Yeah, I kind of figured so. I mean, for one, I was like, who doesn't like coffee? And then my second reaction was, 
Flora is not going to do well during this technical. <laughs> right, right. I mean, Peter seemed excited about it. Dave seemed mm -hmm. confident about it, that he knew what it was and yeah. what it was different about it this time and how he would normally do it. Right. And Laura was like, what is this? I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So we get some insight from our judges. Prue says it's quite tricky because it's all very tiny. And then Paul mm -hmm. asks what the biggest problem is going to be for the bakers. And immediately Prue says it's the ganache. So they will have to have it at the right temperature so that it's soft enough to pipe, but firm enough to stay in the little pyramid shape. Otherwise, it'll just spread all over the biscuit. Yep. So she thinks that the marshmallow will be mm -hmm. a bit tricky. If it's too sloppy, she'll, they'll lose the characteristic of the whirly whirls. And when you get to covering, you want the chocolate to be just about set. Mm -hmm. Which I'm not sure we see. Anywho. Nope. During the baking, there are a few, uh, I would call them significant differences between how the bakers approach them. Because when you get instructions and it says, like, make the marshmallows, you have some interpretation. Like, there's some room for interpretation on how to do that, right? So, in regards to the marshmallow. Yeah, I think they all made marshmallows differently. Yeah, well, Dave and Laura made them similarly. They, they had never made marshmallow before, mm -hmm. but they thought it was like an Italian meringue where Peter has mm -hmm. made it before, and he does his in the style of a Swiss meringue. So I had to actually look it up. Apparently there's three, there's also a French one, and the Italian one is mm. firmer and a little more difficult than the Swiss one, and I think that will come into play here. But we also learned during that process, Laura's egg whites weren't whisked enough when she added her sugar syrup. So yeah. not a good. I, I think, think the narrator she, said that. She had to redo it. Did she redo it? I assuming she had to redo it, Yeah. right? Okay, and when it yeah, came... She was like whisking it, and she's like, I don't know what's wrong with it. And you hear the narration come in, she did not whisk them enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. And the <laughs> but the narrator luckily was standing right behind her, so she decided to make it again. <laughs> right? <laughs> they narrate live. Yeah. So, so at the, <laughs> the turnout of the marshmallows, Dave's was set, Peter's was weeping, but Laura's was pretty stiff. So that, that second go-around, mm -hmm. that's why I'm assuming she had to make them again. Then when it yeah. came down to actually putting the chocolate on there, Peter and Laura kind of piped their chocolate on, but Dave dipped mm -hmm. his, and I think that also proved well. So I think Dave made a lot of smart choices in this round. Yep. But we're going to find out. I'm just going to read the bakers and the judging, and then we'll go over the order like we do when there's only three bakers left. So up first, we yep. have Dave. During judging, Paul said that he loves the look of them. The swirls look lovely. They are neat. Prue says that they probably would have set. So everyone had a set, like a timing, a little bit of a timing issue, and everything wasn't mm -hmm. in place. But then Paul proceeds to cut into it, and there's a huge crack noise, which is like great. And Prue says, lovely crack. <laughs> it's the right color biscuit. Mm -hmm. It's good to have a decent lump of biscuit to compensate for all that sweet stuff in there. Paul said it's got a nice crumble. The ganache is all right. It could have been a little bit darker, but the flavor is good. And they look as neat as a pin. So Dave mm. did pretty well. And I think dipping it really helped. And he had a really good overall bake. So. Up next, yeah, we have Laura. Right? Up next, we have Laura. And mm -hmm. during judging, Prue said that it was not quite set. It needs to be a little chillier. And there might be a timing issue. It just hasn't had time for that chocolate to set. The biscuit is delicious, but it could have another second in the oven. So again, Laura, good with the flavors. Paul said that the marshmallow is very soft, isn't it? And Prue said that the yeah, marshmallow... Yeah, it looked kind of puddly. Yeah, it's very soft. The, the chocolate is very soft, too. So just timing for her. Timing for her, right? Mm -hmm. So finally, we have Peter... And Prue said that the chocolate is obviously set, but it looks as if the marshmallow is a little soft. You do want those swirls, really. Maybe the biscuit could have been done a little bit longer, but the ganache is good. Paul chimed in with. And the Prue said that the ganache was perfect. The coffee comes through. It's really nice. And there's not too much marshmallow. Mm -hmm. So I feel mm -hmm. like the judging was pretty true with the rankings. So in this case, unfortunately, Laura came in third. Peter second. Yep. And coming up, because Dave has traditionally done horribly in the technical, but this time he nailed it. I think it. it was last place, like the last couple of episodes. Right, right. Yeah. So 
At the very end, we get some comments from our bakers. Dave said that he couldn't believe it. His last technical, and he proved to himself and Prue and Paul that he can do technicals. So that was a good thing, I think, for mm. his overall look, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, at this point, I was like, Peter won, pretty much won the signature. Mm-hmm. And Laura, uh, I mean, Laura's out of it at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but um, Peter won the signature. Right. They won the technical. Right. So they're like head to head going into the showstopper. It's yeah. going to be pretty close. And I was yeah. like, I think Laura's out of it. Right. And then we get like kind of a judges round table. And they ask the same question I was thinking to the judges. Mm. No, I was like, is Laura out of this? <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And then uh, Paul's like, well, Prue says she has like a mountain ahead of her. And Paul says that like, we've seen like stranger things in the tent before. And then while Prue's talking, like thunder comes on. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think at this point, the judges are kind of winking to us that Laura is out of the competition. Yeah, Peter actually was surprised because he thought he was at the bottom of the pile after that, after the technical, at least for that round. How did Peter think he was at the bottom, though? Just for that round. Oh, yeah, for that round. For that round, yeah. Yeah. So the fact that he ended up. I mean, they all looked kind of similar, I guess. Yeah. Except for Dave was clearly better. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was a technical. Yeah. All right. Shall we do it? Let's. Final showstopper. All right. So for this final showstopper challenge, the bakers were tasked with making a colossal, spectacular dessert tower with a large cake at the base and at least three sections to represent three different baking disciplines. And this cake has to reflect their personal experience in the tent. They get four and a half hours. Uh, Paul says it's their own personal showstopper. It's kind of an exhibition at the end of a term. They can do shoe, pastry, biscuit, pudding, bread, etc. Prue says they must show off everything they've learned in a big cake. In a big cake. And they want cake underneath and three other bakes on top. And she says, I'm hoping that the bakers go out feeling I did my best and it was bloody good. So yeah, pretty interesting. I've never actually seen them uh, leave it up to the the bakers to kind of like just develop, develop like a showstopper that was like pretty loose. It was like, it's what you, uh, what your experience is in the tent. Mm-hmm. So pretty interpretive. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they all treat it very differently. And I think that Dave treats it the most uh, boldly, would you say? I think so. I th- I think yeah. that... Let me, let me just... Yeah, let me... Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. And I'll say, let me describe what he does. Oh, okay. Which is, uh, he creates a tower to redemption, mm-hmm. which is basically, he's like, all right, I'm going to redo all the bakes that I struggled with in the tent. I'm going to do all the bakes I've done badly, and I'm mm-hmm. going to prove to Paul and Prue that I have what it takes. So he also says it's a big risk, and the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and getting different results. That's what Einstein said. I'm Dave Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Matt says fortune favors the bold. <laughs> this is very risky. Don't you think? I, yeah, I do. I don't know if the reward is worth the risk. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about because <clears throat> he's gonna have to like basically do three. He's gonna have to practice like three or four different things and three or four different things that didn't come naturally to him. So that's right. very risky. <laughs> right. But I think that he was thinking that he would like do it well and then he I would kind of like <clears throat> if he succeeded at this I think it would kind of clench his win you know mm. it would be the ultimate like way to win and ultimately be the most improved baker in the show's history true 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 I just yeah. feel like if he would have just made something great that he could make that... yeah yeah, he, that he, that also yeah, would, would have it's very risky. That also would have solidified his win. That's true. That's also true. 
Right. Um, Dave's crazy. Dave's a gambler. Yeah, but yeah, I commend him for that. It, it, it was a bold choice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave's tower consisted of chocolate babkas, which he struggled at making. The bottom layer was a fresh strawberry and creme mousseline. Uh, he also made brownies, which he struggled with. I was like, oh, did Dave struggle with brownies before? And I remember in the episode that did brownies, like a lot of them struggled with brownies. For some yeah, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> and then the top is a uh, raspberry creme patisserie. Um, yeah, this is, uh, I mean, it looks pretty good. And I was a little worried about Dave, but um, he seemed to finish with enough time. It, like At the end, he was like offering to help Laura, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I yes, I thought that the help he was offering to help Laura was different than the help he was willing to help Peter, though. Oh yeah, because I think he knew that uh, Laura was out of it and like helping her, it wouldn't really affect if he wanted or not. But mm-hmm. helping Peter would be like helping the guy that you're toe to toe with. <laughs> Do you think that's what he was thinking? I don't. I actually thought it was. I, I actually thought it was the opposite. Like I thought. Because he was going to help Laura and put a couple things like on her bench or her stool or whatever, right? But mm-hmm. I think he was willing to physically go over to Peter and help him help him. Like, I felt oh. like there was a bro broy thing happening. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But I agree. I have to rewatch that part. I agree with you that that would probably not be a great idea. I mean, luckily, Peter did not need that help. But I felt like, I felt like him and like Dave and Peter were a little tighter. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, they were I mean, wearing they the same shorts. <laughs> they, they got the babies, remember? The baby connection. Right. Yeah. Um, so during judging, Paul says, it's dangerous to pick things you haven't done well at, <laughs> which is true. Right. True says his uh, bake does look original, enticing, and it looks well-designed. So at first, they tried the Fraser cake at the bottom, and they said, it's, it's luxury. It's tender, it's delicious, and it's beautifully light. Uh, they then tried the brownie, and they're like, when you first made brownies, it wasn't gooey. This time, the brownie has a hit of goo, which is good. And I was like, they just said goo and good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they tried the babkas, and this is where it kind of turned a little bit. Because mm. those, two, those two previous ones were successes. Right. But then they said the babkas are overdone. He probably brought it out a little too late. Uh, when he first did babkas, they remembered that it was not done enough and this time he overdid it so it's probably like an overcorrection on Dave's part mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. and then uh, they try shoe buns and they said they're too flat they're not baked long enough and Paul says they're not crispy Paul's looking for a crisp in it so Paul ends the judging by saying that the, his profiteroles and his shoe buns still needed work but the other two things the Fraser cake and the brownie they were hits so kind of a mixed uh, showstopper judging yeah yeah not as good as I think he had hoped, obviously. So Yeah, definitely not. I mean, very brave, very bold choice of Dave to go out like this. All right, so are we still doing Laura? Yep. Okay, <laughs> just watch that. <laughs> I, know you, I know you counted her out after the first. After the first I mean, she still, she still baked something, right? Okay, okay. So up next, we have Laura. And she made a rainbow dessert tower based on her favorite quote by G.K. Chesterton. And that quote goes, (laughs) And when it rains on your parade, look up rather than look down. Without the rain, there would be no rainbow. Wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well... Okay, so Laura makes a <laughs> carrot and walnut cake with orange and cinnamon cream, cheese frosting, and she makes a warm and spicy chocolate and candied orange Chelsea buns mm-hmm. and lemon curd filled macarons and miniature versions of her Star Baker Key Lime Tart. Yeah. So immediately upon judging, both judges basically think that individually the bakes would have looked, or they would have looked better individually mm-hmm. rather than basically a pile of stuffs (laughs) yep so i mean i guess true to form here laura is kind of going with her theme is her theme (laughs) flavor like right i mean what's your what's the thing 
substance, substance over, over style. style. Right, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep, that's what she does. Yeah. So we didn't get that evolution, I think, which no. may have hindered her. Yeah. When it came down to the carrot and walnut cake, Paul said it's beautiful, nice, moist, full of flavor, full of texture, perfectly baked. Prue said, heavenly cake, the key lime tart. Paul said, flavors are amazing in it. He loves the zing from the lime. Mm -hmm. And the chocolate and orange Chelsea buns. Prue said, there's nothing wrong with her baking. She likes Chelsea buns that are stretchy, squashy in the middle. Paul says that the flavor is fantastic. And finally, the lemon curd filled macarons. Paul says, great flavor, delicate. Loves the soft middle, Prue says. She's such a good baker, and she's so good with flavor. Well done. So I know we haven't got to Peter yet, but yeah, I think Laura actually won the showstopper. You think so? I do. Oh, yeah. You're actually right. I do. No, I don't know, because hers didn't, like, Dave's and Peter's at least are, like, one whole piece, you know? I didn't, I didn't think Dave's looked that great. You didn't, no, I thought it looked okay. I mean, and Peter's was kind of like intentionally random. <laughs> yeah. But like, their, their criticism that like, if she baked them all separately, it would have been okay for combining it. That seems like a big... But that's just for aesthetics though. But if, yeah. like, like, each one of her pieces, like, tasted great. Right? That's there was, there was she, not yeah. a harsh criticism on any of her bakes. Other than that, yeah, it didn't right. look good when, when she put it all together, right? Mm. I, yeah, I, you're right. I think she won this. Like, if she, if she could have just done a little better in one of the first two rounds, man, it would have been really tough. Man, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. I kind of just, like, wrote her off. I know. Me. That's why I asked you. Do you want me to talk about it or not? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> Good kidding. call. Good call. All right. No, I didn't think about that. That's interesting. All right. Uh, next, we have Young Peter. P Young Peter is making bonkers bake off bubble cake. <laughs> um, he says to reflect on my experience being a little bit random. There, there was two main like themes about his experience in the tent. One is uncertainty, uncertainty about when we're coming. So I guess there was a bunch of schedule changes. They kept delaying when they're coming, which makes sense because of the pandemic. Mm. Uh, uncertainty about what we're doing. That unknown. So uh, one of his, uh, that was his first theme. And his second theme was joy, that aspect of joy in the whole experience. He says that Bake Off is a show that he watched half his life and he dreamt about being on. And then when he says half my life, uh, Noel says half of your life is about five years. <laughs> which is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty great. Um, but his cake looked uh, pretty interesting. The bottom was kind of like Dave's. It was a fresh strawberries and cream kind of lay layer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then it had a lemon and blackberry creme diplomat in the middle. This was uh, kind of followed by some spiced friands. And at the top was chocolate orange biscuits. And uh, the randomness was, I guess, the, the biscuits and the friands, they were just kind of, uh, they were like kind of cookies that you would just kind of like glue onto the top of the tower. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think yeah. his looked that like, great either. Yeah. But the thing was about his is that his was intentionally random. I know, but I mean, Laura could have just called hers pile of bakes and then they would have hit the mark. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. If instead of, instead of okay. rainbow dessert tower, if she would have just called it pile of bakes, <laughs> she would have nailed it. Yeah. Well, he called his bonkers. So they're like, okay, bonkers. That means it's kind of funny. So it's not going to look... This is <laughs> where I feel like Peter is... All season long, I think Peter's been one of the, the smartest bakers. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. He's the smartest baker. And so yeah. to me, this is just another great way Peter is, you know, portraying yeah. his story. Yep. So. yep. <laughs> good, good point. Uh, during judging, Paul says, I like the Christmas theme. Chris says it looks lovely. They tried the Victoria sandwich, and they said it's full of flavor, and the texture is delicious. Um, then they tried the, the creme diplomat, and they said the lemon and the blackberry are very delicious. They're especially impressed with the blackberry, and it sounds very good. Mm -hmm. And then they get to the Freons, 
They're like, oh, the freons are kind of disappointing. They're kind of doughy and have a stodgy texture. Mm. They try his biscuits, and they say his biscuits are okay. I think he made them a little big. Um, but ultimately, they were impressed with everything but the freons, which were stodgy. Mm. So I think, I think he, like, um, if you're counting this as, like, four different points, mm-hmm. he got a point for his strawberries and cream. Mm-hmm. The bottom, the Victoria sandwich. Mm-hmm. He got a point for his creme diplomat with the lemon and blackberry. Mm-hmm. He didn't get the point for the freons, mm-hmm. and he got half a point for the biscuits. So I'll give him like a two point five. Whereas Dave, I think he hit two out of four. Mm-hmm. So two point five and two out of four is where where I was kind of tallying it up. And I think Laura hit four out of four. I mean, if you were to throw like aesthetics as a fifth. You know, but I think Laura yeah. hit four out of four. That's true. Interesting. And uh, yeah, that's the end of the showstoppers. We get a judges roundtable here, and then um, they're like, "Everybody's baked cakes were delicious." It was some of the best examples of those cakes, and that's coming from Paul. So Paul was pretty impressed with those baked cakes. Um, then they say they talk about Laura. They're like, "Laura's flavors were good." And her cake was beautiful, but she's not in the running. <laughs> yeah. I think mostly they're talking about that she wasn't in the running because the shows or the signature and the technical, probably what they're referring to. I think so. I don't think it had to do specifically with the showstopper around. I think yeah. she just, I think they were talking overall that she just didn't have a chance because of how poorly yeah. she did in the first two rounds. That's true. And then they exclusively talk about Peter and Dave. Mm-hmm. And they say both their base cakes were beautiful and the decision will be will come down to judging the rest of their cakes and that they are neck and neck. And then Paul kind of closes the judges round table by saying this is, is as close to a draw that I've ever seen before. So they must have been really close. Um, at this point, who did you think was like in the lead or who do you think was going to win? I thought it could have gone either way, but ultimately, I always felt like this was Peter's to lose. Really? Yeah. I thought they were giving us clues to the episode because uh, even if, yeah, they mentioned that like Noel mentions that he thinks Dave's gonna win. Mm-hmm. Laura, even after the showstopper, mm-hmm. she says that she thinks uh, Dave is gonna take it, and then I was like, mm. I just feel like Dave had a good storyline too, but. Not Peter. I just felt like it was Peter's to lose. Yeah. Like, no, Peter has been pretty consistent. He's been the most solid. Yeah. He was also my pick to win the thing. From a while back, yeah. He's also my boy. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, Rowan's feelings um, are really hurt right now, by the way. Rowan? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh Rowan. Oh, uh, you don't even remember your first pick, Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> They did. Peter did pay tribute to him by drinking some tea, and he said, "This is for Rowan." Which is cool. <laughs> did you catch that? I don't remember that, to be honest. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, they all gather, and I guess it was raining before, like they announced the decision, and then it stopped raining, and it was all sunny and nice. Yeah, that weather there's temperamental. <laughs> um, so they kind of gathered, and then Matt um, Matt says, "Thanks to the amazing bubble." Who came together to make the show? A huge thanks to the medics, the cleaning team, and all the staff who stayed at the hotel to make the show possible. And then I think we can agree that those are the real star bakers of the season, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, props to those guys, the unseen heroes of the, the Great British Bake Off. And then they say this is the closest final they've ever had and the hardest decision that they ever had to make. And they announced the winner. And I thought it was going to be Dave. Oh, you did? I did think it was going to be Dave. Yeah. Just because they kept mentioning it. and mm. But no, it's actually Peter. <laughs> <laughs> so good job, Peter. Um, Peter says, buddy, Mento. No, I can't quite believe that I'm here. This is really going to be a huge chapter of my life. And what a way for it to end. And I was pretty ecstatic about this. I was pretty happy for him. Yeah. I, yeah, no, he seems generally like 
speechless. <laughs> mm-hmm. Paul says, it came down to little bits of crisp on a shoe bun, down to flakes on a rough puff pastry. It was honestly that close. Peter should be proud. He's the youngest winner ever. And the first Scottish winner, which is quite an accomplishment. Mm. Uh, Pruder says, Pru- Pruder. <laughs> <laughs> Pru says, Peter should be proud. <laughs> I think of him like my grandson because he's such a nice guy. You can't not like him. Um, Dave says, I gave Peter a good run for his money, but he really deserves it. I'd take runner up all day long. And Laura says, I'm glad to get flowers, basically. And Peter yeah. deserved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Peter says, I wanted this a lot when I was 12 and watched the show. I got into baking big time. In series three, I rewatched that series eight or nine times. I'm a bake off nerd, which uh, we all knew. <laughs> he says, I think 12 year old Peter would have been an all. I am that excited, giddy kid. That was pretty heartwarming from him. <laughs> it was, it was. I was really happy for him. Yeah. Um, I think the storyline. His storyline this season was can the kid who grew up bake, watching Bake Off study Bake Off and then go win Bake Off? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he can. So, yeah, that's crazy. Um, did you notice the song that they played at the end? Yes. Yep. It was We Are Young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how I felt about it, actually. I thought I had mixed feelings about it. <laughs> really? Yeah. The song or Peter? The song choice. Yeah. Yeah. Because they never played a song before. I just thought it was weird. <laughs> it was pretty on the nose. <laughs> uh, we then get a title card. The baking show is dedicated to everyone helping us get through 2020. Thank you. Uh, very heartwarming. And then uh, we catch up with some of the bakers. So there's a lot going on <laughs> with this catch up with the bakers part. So I actually have it. Um, I have it on my button that I'm gonna press because I want to go over it live. <laughs> okay. Are you okay with that? Yep. All right. So let's do this. Uh... Okay. All right. The show just restarted. Um, let me find that moment. <laughs> okay. Uh... What song do you think they would have played if Dave had one? Uh, Baby got back. Okay. <laughs> Okay, it says, uh, since leaving the tent, the bakers have kept in touch as much as possible. And then we see Laura, Lottie, and Peter dancing in the living room with a kid. I don't know who it is. Mm. It looks like they're singing karaoke. It's like a good time. <laughs> um, okay, we see Laurea. It says Laurea is working night shifts at the hospital. And she has to watch the series on catch-up. Um, do, you, do you remember who Laurea was? <laughs> Only because we talked about her earlier in the episode. <laughs> uh, we get Mac. Mac's son got married. Yeah. Which looks pretty cool. Um, he looks like a happy dad there. He also has two really nice cakes in this, this shot. I wonder if he baked them. <laughs> I, I was wondering <laughs> that too. I, I say Oh, yes. then we get Rowan. Yeah. Rowan says Rowan has learned how to make his own waistcoat. He's sewing. His kitchen looks crazy. There's a lot going on in his kitchen. That seems like it's suitable. (laughs) (laughs) He's also drinking tea, which is great. Um, Next, we get uh, Linda, the other L. And Linda is living her best life. She's drinking wine at the beach. Always, always. Always, always. (laughs) Um, We get Sura and Mark hanging out at Lonnie's house with Laura and Dave. (laughs) They're around like a fire pit. They're just having a good time. Um, Mark looks kind of drunk. (laughs) <laughs> he has a beer. Oh. He's putting a beer. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, looks pretty fun. Sarah has eaten chocolate again after going out on chocolate week. <laughs> um, Lottie has been to visit Mark, Jasmine, and Rosie. So I guess that's Mark's family. Uh, yeah, his kids. Yeah, Lottie's been everywhere. She's been in like four out of five slides so far. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got a Lottie over. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 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 um, more of Lottie. Irvine and Steven went to see them at half term. So I guess they all hung out. Laura is getting better at baking in a tidy kitchen. <laughs> Obviously that bake that, that kitchen was staged for that <laughs> for that shot. 
then we get a scene of Peter calling his brother Andrew and giving him the good news that he wanted to take off to which everybody exclaims. That was pretty very, heartwarming. Very touching, yeah. Yep, Andrew's back. And then we get Peter at university and uh his flatmates had no idea if he was going to win. He went on the series. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And it says they had no idea he was on the series until now. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the final shot is Dave. His son Ronnie was born at 8.12 p.m. on Sunday 11th, the 11th of October. And then uh, the final scene is just Dave kissing his newborn, which is pretty heartwarming. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Future Star Baker says, pretty cute. Yeah. And then uh, we got an in memoriam. We got an in memoriam of Luis, who was a, a baker who passed away from cancer, I think. Yeah. He was the yeah. baker in the same season as uh, Ch- Chetna. That, uh, Chetna and yeah. uh, Nancy and uh, who else was in that top three. Yeah, it was pretty uh, sad. Yeah, pretty sad. RIP to Louis Troiano. And yeah, that's the end of the season and the end of the episode. Do you want to go to our segments? Let's. All right. Um, Every kind of stole the thunder on your funniest moment. (laughs) But do you have another funny moment? I do have a question. So in this episode, we had a Mr. Spoon. We did. Is that different than... Wasn't Andre also a spoon? Remember Andre? Yeah, he was a spoon. <laughs> Andre was a little more twisted than Mr. Spoon, though. I mean, Mr. Spoon was just trying to get kisses. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, um, Noel says that there hasn't been anybody who hasn't kissed Mr. Spoon in one. Right. But I think they just introduced Mr. Spoon, like, two seasons ago. Oh. And Noel himself was only, like, been here for, like, four seasons. <laughs> so, <laughs> obviously... That's a lie. That's a giant lie. Who who kissed Mr. Spoon below the spoon? Was it, that was it, Dave. It was Dave? Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that was my funniest moment. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, it's okay. Go for it. Uh, Go Dave for it. kisses Mr. Spoon at the bottom of the spoon, and Noel says, not there on his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family show. Disgusting. Yeah. And he throws out Mr. Spoon to the grass. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was good. That was good. I have another one, though. It's... Um, Matt says to Dave, I'd like to be your baby if you're going to bake like that. <laughs> and then there's a pause. And then Matt says, it got weird again, didn't it? And then Dave goes, yeah, it did get weird, yeah. And then Matt goes, I could leave. And Dave says, I could always feed you later if you want. <laughs> and then Matt, Matt, like, Matt looks flabbergasted and he, he doesn't know what to say. He just stands there like, <laughs> like shot. <laughs> so Dave, uh, Dave outrandomed Matt. Which is pretty great. I mean, yeah. We had to leave yeah. with <laughs> we had to leave with that, right? Yeah. Uh what was your favorite bake of the episode? Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? There's only nine. There's actually only seven. There's only seven things you can pick from here. I don't know. I mean Laura had a whole pile. <laughs> a pile of bakes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Peter Showstopper. Okay. Yeah. The random yeah, bonkers. <laughs> going bonkers. Yeah. Going bonkers. <laughs> I'll go with uh, Dave's caramel on caramel latte. Oh, okay. It's custard slice. Actually, yeah. Custard slice sounds good. More caramel? Caramel again? That's what Paul says. Right. <laughs> caramel again. And uh, who do you think is going home next week? I know who's not going home. Laura. Or Lottie. Well, I, why out. do you always have to go there? She's just out hanging out with everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's not going home. She's going to visit all that bakers. That's true. That's true. <laughs> all right. Um, that is the end of the, the episode coverage for us. That's it. It was a great, great season. It was. I, I think we're going to do like a kind of like um. The Bakey Awards, right? That's right. So the Bakey Awards, if you don't know, are awards that uh, we give out after looking at the whole season. So we have awards such as like Best Dressed, Favorite Signature, Favorite Technical, Favorite Showstopper. What else do we got? Um, Whatever cool categories we can come up with between now and next week. You betcha. 
<laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening to our coverage of the final. And thanks for listening to our coverage of the whole season. But stay tuned. Um, our show is not done for the season yet. Next week or sometime, we will have the Bakey Awards. So, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening.